Hello, welcome to Latex Weekly, episode 28th, July 2021. Latex Weekly is brought to you by Latex, your protection from tech ignorance. My name is Sean. This week's news, Intel makes chips for Qualcomm. As part of the company's new plan to expand its manufacturing line and perhaps regain the crown in the chip-making industry, Intel announced it will launch plans to become a third-party chipmaker for other brands. The project is called Intel Foundry Services, or IFS, and its first customer is none other than Qualcomm. The major maker of Android chips will see chips made by Intel in the coming years. Intel CEO Pat Jelzinger also said that uh, they are in talks with another 100 companies or so for this foundry work. Having struggled so far in pushing into the ARM architecture, it seems like the perfect way for them to do now by making other people's um, chips and also having to do some technology transfer. So yeah, Intel has been struggling very hard to push forward with smaller nanometer chips and especially the fanless chips. So I think this is a good way for them to do it. I don't know what is Qualcomm thinking uh, by, I guess, I, I don't know. I mean, from a business perspective, there has to be a reason why Qualcomm is allowing Intel to do this, uh, them being competitors and all that. And Qualcomm should be happy that Intel is not good at making their fanless chips, the gold, I think it's called Intel Gold or something like that, or Y chips that are in the Surface Go devices, which are very bad. And Qualcomm is very good at their Snapdragon chips. So having Intel make chips for Qualcomm, essentially Intel would be able to learn how to make smaller chips and be able to make their own. Unless there is a way to you know um, block them from doing that. But I don't think this will work. In any case, um, but it's good for us because once Intel knows how to make good ARM chips, then we will probably soon be able to make uh be able to see more windows laptops uh that is comparable in power and battery saving as the macbooks m chips surface duo 2 leaked surface duos surface dual screen handheld device is returning for a new iteration this september or october and photos of it have already been leaked the hardware itself, in true Microsoft fashion, did not change much, but there could be a triple camera setup, which includes a telephoto standard and a wide angle. This is a welcoming change, seeing as the first version had pretty drab camera. Other items spotted in the leak include the fingerprint reader that is moved to the power button, slightly thinner bezels, and an option of black or white. On the inside, rumors predict it will come with a Snapdragon 888, 5G, and NFC for contactless pay payment. All pretty standard upgrade for any device, um, but it's nice that uh, the Surface Duo 2 is seeing a second iteration, proving that Microsoft is paying attention to it and wanting to push it further because the first one didn't do very well, but neither did uh, neither did the first Surface Pro, right? And now, seven generations down, the Surface Pro laptop, um, I guess, laptop standard two-in-one devices are one of the best-selling ones in the market. PS5 owners get six months of Apple TV+. Plus. Apple has never been so generous with one of their products and services before, as much as the Apple TV+. Plus. This time, all new PS5 owners will be entitled to a six months of their TV streaming service. Whether or not you pay afterwards remain questionable because the platform still lacks any noteworthy content 
since the morning show. Apple has been trying to boost the user base for the TV Plus by giving out free subscriptions for anyone who buys any Apple products in the past few years. As their free trial ends, the company must find other ways to distribute the content to prevent numbers from dwindling. So vanity metrics is important for Apple because that is how they sell, uh, talk good, you know, say good things about themselves in the WWDC. They're kind of full of themselves. Anybody who is anybody who knows what Apple is would know this. Um, so the TV Plus isn't doing very well. So there are two things they can do. Number one is... Uh, double down on content and then give out free subscriptions in order to keep the numbers high, the subscription numbers high, um, or just ax the whole thing. So knowing Apple, they're not too quick to you know let go of it because vanity is important to them. So I guess they will continue to give out free subscriptions to just about anyone who buys anything from anywhere. Uh, and hopefully they will eventually be able to sign up some good content and make some good content. They, they, do, they do need content. It really doesn't matter who, who they give the Apple Plus subscriptions to. What matters is if the content in there, if there are always a lot of content and if it's good. If it's not, then there's no point. No Samsung Note this year. Sadly, as Samsung's unpacked event nears, it is clear now that the Note line will not be released. Not this year at least. According to an official press release by Samsung to TechCrunch, they are planning to bring Note functionalities, including the S Pen, to more devices across the ecosystem, including the new Fold models. So, the question now is, when is a Note no longer a Note? When other devices have the same screen size, Note used to be the biggest one, right? Not anymore. Or when other devices have access to the S Pen and all its special software functionalities, you know, the Note has always been the one with that special functionalities, the Note functionalities that no other devices have. And the S Pen has been brilliant, right? The Note was an amazing and refreshing break from other mobile devices in the past decade. But as these alternatives start to catch up to the Note's form factor and functionality, perhaps the OG model has come to an end of its life. As a Note fan, I am genuinely sad. I have owned multiple Samsung Notes before. Uh, but I do understand if Samsung decides to axe the model next year and completely take it off the lineup in favor of their new fold and flip devices because it is if it's time to let go, it's time to let go, right? So that's just how it is. Gorilla Glass comes to lenses. Corning is bringing its famous Gorilla Glass to handset camera lenses. Uh, beginning with Samsung models, the DX and the DX Plus range of damage-resistant uh, screens can improve the optical performance of cameras by letting more light in, which will also reduce ghosting as well. Ghosting is when uh, you take a photo of something and then you see a kind of like a reflection or a green color ghosting of its sum in one corner. At the moment, camera makers are working with specialist suppliers like Zeiss that supply a special coating that boosts light transmission while suppressing flares and ghosting effects. With Gorilla's new lens technology, phone makers may not need specialized coating as much as they used to. So essentially what's going to happen now is maybe in the first two generations of this new um, DX and DX Plus uh, camera lens glasses, they will only be available 
in flagship models because they're expensive, right? But as these technologies trickle down over the two years or three years, we will start to see them in mid-range and uh, lower-range model cameras. And with that, these camera makers will rely less and less on supply, uh, specialist coating suppliers like Zeiss and, um, and all these Hasselblad and everything. So then what happens is that we will all probably get uh, better quality cameras that last longer because coating, they deplete after a while. So yeah, that's good news to all people who like to take photos with their cameras. That's all for Latex Weekly this week. Latex Weekly is available on Anchor FM, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube and I post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. If you like Latex Weekly, it would really help if you could rate and review it on the podcast feed of your choice and on YouTube so more can discover it. Latex Weekly is on the lookout for a regular co-host to bring more depth to the show. If you're interested, simply drop me an email at seanbqt at hotmail.com. That's all for Latex Weekly episode 28th July 2021. My name is Sean. See you next week. Bye-bye.